That's what it's about. Well, hello, everybody. What's up? And welcome to another episode of the Hangout Hour. I am Ox. My name is Dean. We have a big, big show for you guys tonight. Very excited. Very. I got to say that uh, I'm just happy that you made it, buddy. I almost didn't make it. Yeah, I know. I uh, had to go to the hospital this morning. Uh, That's it. Nobody asked anything. It's always (laughs) about what you want to talk about. I'm just happy that you made it. That's it. I missed the Dolphins game yesterday. Oh, my God. Did they win? Yes. Smoked them. Yes. Uh, missed the Dolphins game. Didn't oh. sleep a wink. Almost died. At night. Almost died. And yet you're here. And I'm here. One volume later and I am here. Oh. <laughs> Good job, buddy. I'm glad you were able to make it. Enough about me. Today we do have a very, very special show. Um, our good friend was able to take time away from... Family and kids and wife and and obligations and work, uh, just coming off an anniversary, which we'll get into that in a little bit. So, uh, thank you very much, Victor Gosa, for coming in today. Oh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for having me. Vic, 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 a Miami native, doing big things here in the three hundred five. Um, you know, here before we went on live, we were talking about what exactly uh inspired you and you know we were we were saying the do's and don'ts what we we're going to talk about and um pretty much today's your show buddy we, you know you're we're very proud of you uh you've come a long long way we we're just talking about the days you used to work over at swarm and stuff like that and here you are yeah man i appreciate it so um vic you were born in miami correct yes i was born born here in miami native actually i'm mount sinai miami beach Yo. I like how that sounds. Right on, bro. Yeah. I was there too. Yeah. yeah. All right. 1985. Right? Now I got you by a few years. <laughs> <laughs> but then you, you went to school predominantly over here in West Kendall, right? No, I actually went to uh, down by, by Little Havana. I went by Citrus Grove. Okay. Went to Citrus Grove. I was supposed to go to Jackson High. Um, I grew up in a, I would say... A little bit of urban neighborhood, and then um, my parents were like, "Yo, we gotta move out of here." Some drama that happened in the in the neighborhood, and then went to Paul Bell in okay. my eighth grade. That was that okay. was something. I got to a school that had brand new paint and cameras. I was like, "Yo, because <laughs> it was brand here? new." I think it was the first year that that Paul Bell opened up, and um, from there, you know, just went then to Braddock. So I I met Vic in Braddock, and let me tell you. He was a cool dude. <laughs> Tried to be. I think you, he's, he, he's. But you said you're a cool dude, so like. Well, no, nah, man. We 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 hung in the same circles, my friend. Oh. But he was a cool dude. He was a he was the guy you wanted to go to a party or anything. He was the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were promoting, I think, in high school, right? Yeah, man. I've o- I always I always had that like, like, hustle mentality to make some money and and Braddock. I think, oh three, my class was one of the biggest um attended students. I don't know, and maybe all Florida. Yeah, we had like four high schools <clears throat> together. Yeah, it was like four. It was before um I forgot what was the, the school that opened up. 
Varela? Ferguson? Varela. Varela and Ferguson. And Ferguson came, yeah. Yeah, man. And um, obviously the parties were, were a big thing there. And then I remember seeing one day, like, a bunch of flyers down the stairwell, like paper flyers. And I'm like, what is this? It was a house party. And I'm, I'm like, man, I, I, I would take, like, design classes and whatnot. I'm like, I could, I could design my own little flyer. Turn at Kinko's. All I had to do was bomb the stairs with all these students here. Throw a party. Make 20 bucks uh, at the door uh, per head. And I got hooked there with, like, the whole promoting and, like. Where okay. would you throw these parties? So I would try to get, uh, I would fr- find friends that had homes that their parents weren't in town or that we could do a house party. And at the time, one of the things that, that, that I thought was super cool that I saw, I don't know who threw the house party, but one of my favorite house parties I went to was called Fiesta. And it was the R. Kelly song that came out, Fiesta. And okay. that song was pretty dope. And, and they threw a party. So I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to throw a party called Peaches and Cream. And that time, Peaches <laughs> and Cream was like the, the hit. Isn't that 112? That's the 112 yeah, song, 112. right? Yeah, 112. So my, song, my, my house party was called Peaches and Cream. I killed it. I slammed that. Um, and then I thought it was just cool, you know, the whole marketing, though. Hold on. What year was that, more or less? Man, I, I really, I'm really bad that with That was early, though. Like your freshman, sophomore year, maybe? Yeah, right. Right out the gate. Because I, I went to Columbus <clears throat> the f- my first half of high school. And I remember house parties called Peaches and Cream. Yeah, bro. I remember that. I, my favorite one was that Fiesta one, and then I, it was like at a Los Ranchos or something, like some big crib. Obviously, they would all get raided. <laughs> yeah. Every house party would get raided. But it don't matter, bro. You made your money. Yeah, yeah, but that, that I, I thought that was that was super fun, you know? And that's it, you know? Braddock had so many students. Did it escalate from there to, like, clubs and stuff like that later Everything. on? Everything. I sold freaking popsicles, the muffins, but what, what was hot was at that time, they just came out with the um, CD burners. I got my hands on that, and I started burning my own CDs, labeling them, playlists, printing them, blah, 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 selling them in the school. I remember house one day. I had, like, a big order of, like, a bag full of CDs. For those of you that don't know house, house, uh, he's a, probably the most predominant bouncer, I think, in Dade County. He, uh, he works still currently as a bouncer yeah. in many places, but he was our high school security guard. Oh, okay, cool. Super cool guy, super popular, too. He looked like the giant from yeah. WWF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big guy? Yes. Yeah, huge. Bro, so I, I'll tell you a quick this little story about that. So I had made a bunch of CDs, big order Friday, super excited, bro. And and um, right before the, the morning bell rings, I left the CDs there on the bench outside in the courtyard. I went crazy. I didn't go to class. I went, security, you, you guys have cameras here. You got to have cameras. Lucky enough, there was a little room. They had all the cameras there. No one's in there. Obviously, it was locked. And I opened it up, go in there. I'm like, yo, can you show me, like, what's going on here? The guy went and showed me everything, and little house, big old house comes, picks up the bag, takes it. I'm like, house has it. Found house and got my CD. Hooked them up with yeah, At least we were able to get them back. You yeah, to, yeah, yeah. You had to grease them a couple of CDs. Yeah, there, yeah for sure. What bag of CDs? But yeah, man. All bag. right, here, take three. Yeah. <laughs> so you, um, so then after high school, did you go to... Did you Attend Miami Day college. Did I did. Try? I did a little bit of college, man. But uh, to be honest, the whole promotions was picking up for me. Um, I was making a name for for myself. Um, it's funny because my company was called Gosa Miami, so people didn't really call me Gosa at the time or nothing like that. And uh, Gosa, I I it used, tra- to, it used to be Mookie. Yeah, people would call me Mookie. So. Um, people knew me by Mookie, and I started uh, the company Gosa, and um, and I don't know if you guys know, that's not my last name. Oh, no. No. Yeah, it's a big oh. shocker. 
I used to keep it a secret. And I'm like, you know, what I tell people because damn it, now you fucked me up. Now, yeah, bro. So that's marketing right there, branding. There that's it. Yeah, I made sure everyone knew Gosa, Gosa, Gosa. So what happened was, so what'd you come with? What'd you come up with the name Gosa? So this is a funny story. So, um, as I was trying to prepare to to elevate from house parties to clubs, I I was like, I need a a company. So, you know, I Gosa, I Gosares Gosa. with a with a Z, una seta. Right. So I was like, okay, I want something that's like that, but not too Latin, because I don't want to be known for the Latin parties. So I was like, Gosa, like, what if I made a sound for, um, like, an acronym for something? So I was like, I was, I was in like fucking freshman year, so <laughs> it was going out sounds awesome, G O S A. Oh, I was like, wow. yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> so it was Gosa Miami, Gosa Miami, whatever. As I got, as I got older and the clubs got better. I was like, man, I need to change this. Like, I never used the going out sounds awesome. So right. I changed it from from that to gathering of social arrangements. Holy shit. Then I had a bunch of promoters that worked for me. But obviously, I was the, the main head. Everyone knew me. So a lot of people would be like, yo, Victor, from where we Victor on Gosa's list? Victor Gosa, Victor Gosa. And I was like, damn, that sounds good. And okay. then people just kept calling me, yo, Victor Gosa, Victor Gosa, Gosa. I was like, I, I like the sound of that, you know? So... Kept it for, for marketing purposes, you know, and, and went with boom, it. alter yeah. ego created. Hold on, <clears throat> isn't it Gosa now with a Z? No, no. oh, it's with an S. Yeah, it's always been G O S A because going out sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> right. no one nah. knows that. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome, bro. That's a great story, man. That is that is awesome. Yeah, so, and were you at, at this time that you're now about like what 17, 18 years old? Yeah, I was, I was, um. I was throwing parties in clubs on Washington Ave. Cameo? No, they gave me a little spot. So I was like 19 or something. I'm not supposed to be in, in this club. It's 21 and over. And um, Shh, we won't tell. at the time, I was dating um, 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 this girl. She was a Dolphin cheerleader. So I went into the club. Club owner saw her and her friends, and they were like, hey, you guys want to dance at the bar? <laughs> I mean, this, I'm never in a club. I got in because of the girls. And um, whatever they 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 ended up getting a job there dancing, and I told the the owner, I'm like, yo, I I I throw parties. He's like, he's like, I'll let you throw one party here. Or I threw a party. It was called Whiskey Lounge, the venue. Okay, it was a small little yeah. venue. Okay, slammed it. But what I liked was since it was so small, I could pick and choose the people. So they had a window that I would stand behind sometimes and pick, or you know, we were able to do themes because you could pack it. Um. And then, yeah, from there, I, I just started doing the whole club thing and then went from there to Metropolis. The same owner opened up a, a big club, 55,000 square feet, five rooms. And from there, I kind of blew up more of the name because I, I had more FaceTime with people okay. at the door and, and whatnot. Yeah. And how long did you do that promotion? I did that for, for, for a while, man. Um, I did it, I think, till I want to say till I was like 24, 25. It was draining me. Um, I bet a night, that nightlife is tough, man. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was quick money, and, and it was good money. So I kind of, like, dr dropped the whole college thing. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm making decent money. I was a fucking 20-year-old driving a, a Cadillac Escalade EXTs on 24-inch rims. Like, I was... You were such a Miami boy. Yeah. It's <laughs> dumb. It's dumb stuff, bro. And, um... Isn't it funny we think about all the money we wasted <clears throat> as... Or spent. It's never wasted, right? Because... You probably learned something from it. Oh, for sure. But how much money, or if you would have invested that money back then in, like, fucking, imagine 
the the person that was like, hey, there's this thing called Bitcoin. Maybe yeah. you should look into it. And, you know, what would you be now? It, it, it's I, I think it's your circles, man. It's the circles that you were in. You know, I, I, um, my circles were the nightlife and, and obviously in Miami and it's still like it today, bro. People, you know, flaunt it. You know, and in, in that life, I had to live. Uh, you had to live like a like a certain be, at a certain yeah, level. Yeah, I had to live a VIP life, you know, so I could get the clients and and be the guy, you know. Did you at any point see or feel like it got to your head, like damn, bro? No, I was I was never like that. So so one thing that that I had a rep for was, I man, you you would call me and I didn't know you at three in the morning, and I I would only get paid if you came before twelve, and I'll still go outside and get you. Just because I understood the the business part of it of like yo customer service like right. you know, anyone whoever it was I would let them bring them into the club. Um, I was never I never let the, the an ego or, yeah. or cocky. Okay. Or no, because and the only reason I asked that is because I, growing up I remember going out and and being on these clubs with the promotions and all that shit. And some of these guys were arrogant, man. Yeah. And I don't know if they were just arrogant because they needed to play the part as a as a bagang de, uh, de la fiesta. You know what I mean? Like, but. It was like, man, these guys are fucking assholes. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and and bro, the the nightlife was was fun. Um, it was fun, but it it gets to you, bro. It I'm gets sure. to you. And I was throwing parties Monday through um Monday through Sunday, um and and two parties a a day. So I was like one of the only promoters at the time that was throwing, you know, two parties a day. On Sundays it was a pool party during the day, and then something at night. And Monday industry party, Tuesday automatic sims with another party after that. Oh, like shit. I was just grinding it out and then building a bunch of promoters, but it was just too much. Was Talk too about much. context, though, man. You yeah, mo- you met, sure. bro. So that's why I would never regret it. I I if you know you hear it, it's it's who you know in Miami too. You know you, you hey, network. This is one city that's it's for sure. You I know people who barely graduated high school. And are making high six figures. And it's literally about what you said. It's the circles you ran, yep. you yeah, ran uh-huh. with. You know, uh, there's guys, for example, I, I always fall back to this, like um, like private school, for yeah. example, right? A lot of the people that I know that went to private school, the Belands, the Columbus, the Lords, it's like a fraternity. And for sure. these, these are the individuals, like, what we strain to our kids and what we, when we talk to the youth, we tell them, hey, man, you're our, t- you're our tomorrow, right? And literally... When you understand that at such a young age and you take it for what it is, and then when you're at that age, you're now somebody big at a table and, hey, this is a guy I grew up with. He's in a douchebag. And then that's how you get your contacts. Obviously, you can't just go based off <clears throat> because I know you. You have to have some work ethic yeah. that, f- that backs I, it. I think, I think it's funny because earlier today I was thinking about some stuff now being a father, you know. There's things that I wish I w- w- would have known, you know, and like obviously with the Internet times change, you know, right. you have Gary Vee and, and these speakers where it could help kids guide them into into a route. Like I was ta- I was thinking today, I was like, man, if I would have known. With art, I could have made money and uh, and I, I, I was sketching and painting since I was like 10 years old and I would go to the Omni. The, remember that mall? I would, yeah. I would have a award shows there where they would feature me in FPL calendars and. Um, in my schools, I would always paint out all these things, but I didn't know that you could make money out of it. You know, my my father doesn't come from a a, a business mentality or, or standpoint. wealthy background. You know, he worked for the government, did, did his thing, um, yeah, or wel- wealthy. So I didn't really have the business talks or or mentorship. Um, I think kids could get that now on the internet, but it's good to to hear. You know, when they really do tell you, like, yo, 
you could be whatever you want. You can, but you could actually now make money off of anything. Yep. So it's pretty cool, like, you know, knowing that anything, video games, yeah, yeah. anything, you could make money. Yep. So Absolutely. And all because of what you have here in your hands, right? When, yep. like, I, I didn't, Ox and I, we're, <coughs> when we got into the whole podcast game, you know, I was a PC guy, and now, hey, Mac is where it's at for creating, and, like, I'm behind the eight ball. And then you talk to his kids that are, like, 13 and 15, 14 years old, they they run circles around yeah, me. So, that, you know, you have to definitely take a take advantage of all that. It just, <clears throat> just to touch on that for a second, we, uh, we're like, oh, can you help us do, like, let's say just to edit a video, right? It's it's something so foreign for, for us, for me, for us, whatever. But then my daughter is, um, she's trying to get into this little selling of jewelry. She's making her own jewelry and selling it, right? You know, she's trying to sell it. Oh. And she's making her thing. And then she's like, she sat at the house. This was a few months ago. She sat at the house and... I, I'm not kidding you. Like in three minutes, she's like, "Look, Dad, I made an intro video." And I'm like, <laughs> "What? The, what are you? What are you talking?" We've about? been trying to do this for months. <laughs> I still haven't even got past the first fucking frame, and this girl's done all this. And she's like, "Yeah, it was super easy. I did this. I did that." And I'm like, "God." So yeah, I mean, they they grew up. I mean, looking. I mean, just look at the little kids. You have a son, correct? Yeah. Uh, Brad. Brad. Okay. Well, you give him the phone, and I bet you he can run your phone almost better than you can. Dude. He's the on iPad. It. He's on the iPad right now. He already knows. Ta, 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 ta. And he's playing games. He knows what goes in the refrigerator. Knows what goes in yeah. the in the in the box. I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> Just yo. Let me let me take it back for a second. Uh, give us your nationality. I know you said you grew up in Little Havana. Your parents. Are oh, your parents still oh, married? Oh yeah, my parents still married. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Um. Um. I was born here. My dad's Cuban and my mom's from Spain. Okay. Um. My dad's from the ba- La Havana and my mom's from South Madrid, Madrigalejo, and Extremadura. Okay. I'm right a, on. I'm a Madrid fan. Cool. Right on. Yeah, I saw that uh, picture on your Instagram too about your soccer that you're a big uh my the what's it called? The Miami team? Inter Miami? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean look, I've always loved soccer and, and whatnot, so super excited. All right, so pop quiz. Inter Miami let's say Real Madrid mm-hmm. playing at one o'clock for the Miami Dolphins playing at one o'clock. Oof. Damn. Who are we tuning into? And we do not have picture in picture. No, but you can record one. Well, I, I, I'm oh, okay, a season but. ticket holder, so be at the Dolphins <laughs> game. But um, if I wasn't at that, Real Madrid. Really? Wow. Yeah. You see, I like this guy. You know, I, I, I'm, I like soccer. I'm sorry, I like football. No, right? it's, it's it's soccer. Well, well I guess it's football, and then you would have football. to categorize American football. Yeah. So but, then you got more action. Yeah, why are you? Why are you so trying to be all proper I, now? Uh, I've been watching a show on Apple TV called Ted Lasso. Okay, no. have you seen it? No. You have to watch it. Dude. Ted Lasso. Yeah, what's this actor from uh, We Are the Millers? What's his name? Oh, I don't know, but he's funny. You know who I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. right? I can get you the name right now. Well, basically, in a nutshell, and I think you'd enjoy <clears> this, um, because now, like, and I, and I always push these type of shows because there's so much bullshit out there, like. There's so much. So Jason Sudeik- Sudeikis? Su- Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. So, but there's so much like garbage TV out there. Yeah. So every time I come up on something that's, yeah, this is, this is very good. Yeah. You have to watch. So Ted Lasso, he is an American football coach, college football coach. And um, there's this team in, in Europe, in London, that the, the owners divorce and the team gets left to the wife. And the wife is very scorned woman. And, the team was the thing that he, uh, her ex-husband loved the most. He okay. put everything in, and he was a cheat. He cheated on her, and all this stuff. Oh, it's sure. a comedy based. It's a series. It, it, yeah, correct. Okay. It's on. A, it's on season two, <clears throat> and uh, so <laughs> she goes and hires Ted Lasso, the American football coach, 
who knows nothing about soccer, oh, wait. to be the coach of this team. I've seen previews of oh, this. Dude, I gotta see it. It is. It's fantastic. I gotta see it's it. It's hilarious, dude. You would enjoy it. You would enjoy it. I gotta see that. I'm actually looking for something to watch. Well, what's happening? If I go on your, I can't say TiVo, but what's on your? What are your shows right now that you watch? Uh, I watch more movies. Me too. Yeah, but more movies. Were I you just a Game saw of Thrones fan? Beckett. Yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones. I just saw Beckett. I don't know if you've seen that on Netflix. No. Super good. What'd you think of the Narco series? The new Narco series. I mean, not Narcos. Um, Cocaine Cowboys. Um, it was cool. Narcos. It was cool. I I I liked it. I it was entertaining. I I saw it. I did like the. I forgot what it's called, but there was a. It's a. Damn, it was a show about about uh, these guys, Cuban guys that stole money from the airport from a uh, heist. The yeah, the heist one. Yeah, that I thought was I was like, what the hell is that, that shit really happened? Like, that was pretty good. Cool man, I liked. Uh, do you like? Are you like a documentary kind of guy? Too? Yeah, I prefer yeah, documentaries. Me too. Yeah, documentary. Documentary or docu series, I, I really, I really enjoy them better. Nope. Do you um, rewind a little bit back to you and the art? The reason why you're here. You actually brought us a piece of art. Oh, right? yes. You brought us a gift. I haven't showed you guys yet. It's a little gold. gold oh, man. We're rich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We're rich. Look at that. There's Mickey Mouse on it. Here's a, here's a fun fact. A lot of people don't, don't know about this, but and, I'll, and I'll, maybe I'll use this to go into how I, how I got back into the art. So on all my art pieces, I number them. So when I finish a piece today, I did this one for you guys, and I put my signature, obviously, and then I put um, today 13,271 days. That's how many days alive I've been today. That's how old I am today in days. So you put your date. Your, your That's age. how many days you've been on this planet. Yeah, so 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 it happened during Hurricane Irma. Um, I was, uh, I was like, I had a canvas there, and... and um, roll-up canvas so it wasn't like a stretch canvas or anything and i was like man i i've always wanted to paint but i i didn't have like that signature like icon figure that everyone knows like you know everyone knows a-hole for the eye uh -huh. you know alec monopoly for monopoly man this person for that whatnot atomic for the orange right um i was like man I, i've never had like a thing you know and i wanted to find something and I've always saw, like, you know, it's crazy how, you know, when an artist passes away, they're worth more, as people say, you know, and, you know, all this happens with their art. So I was like, you know what? I want to count how many days I've been alive, and I want to, I wanna like, register, record that, um, like, put it in all my art, you know, so that you could see a timeline of my, the progression of my art, you know, any significant days, you could go back to it and, and, and be like, oh, look, it was, it was marked with that day. And uh, living in the moment, you know, day by day. That's, really, I that's really awesome like though. that because typically an artist will put like one of, you'll see the number on the yeah. art, but you know it's like it's it's one of If they're doing a collection though. Correct. A collection of 300, a series or something, they'll do one. Um, so I started numbering everything and I think my earliest piece is is 11,000 something. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so t just to, to rewind a little bit, you were at one point doing all these clubs things. You, Art was the furthest thing from your imagination. Yeah. It was more of a hobby, like you would doodle. Not even. I stopped painting. Really? I stopped painting completely. So but you always had the knack for it, because you said earlier, at around 10, you were, you were scribbling. Yeah, yeah. So around 10, I, I was a, I'm a huge Marvel fan, so my, my dad would always 
Saturdays, wake me up, full blast. He'll put the X-Men. And he'll put his full blast. I'll wake up, run, (laughs) like, go to the couch and watch it. So I would always, like, draw Wolverine, Cyclops, like, all these characters, but sketch it. And um, little by little, you know, I would paint, paint. And, again, this was in the old hood. And when I went to the new school with cameras and all that, I dropped all that and the baseball and was all all about girls. (laughs) And dressing up. I changed my whole look and all that. So I got best dressed in Braddock. I was like, okay. Um, And then, whatever, I I dropped the art. When I dropped the whole nightlife, I jumped into events. I became more, you know, a marketing director. Um, Actually, I'm skipping something. I left the nightclubs and I started Thrifter. Okay. A vintage company. I uh, I liked, you know, getting stuff, fixing it. I would buy things, spray paint them gold, you know. And that's where I actually bumped into him again in front of Mana in Wynwood. Yeah. On 2nd Avenue and okay. 3rd Street. Yeah, I so, you so me. I started thrifter.cool. So pretty much if I would go thrifting, I'll be like, hey, that's cool. You know, that was, I would buy it, you know, and I would resell it. Um, After I started doing that, I was like, man, I was running out of products to sell because I was selling online and at events. And I was like, man, what if I paint something? Can I sell it? I painted something. I sold it. I was like, what the hell? I'm like, I just painted that right now right here with my hand. Like, I sold it for like 50 bucks. I'm like, okay. Did that. Did it a couple times. You know, sold some items. Put put some items. I'll tell you a funny story. Um, There was this time on like... uh, decor i would see like these trees on the walls like modern white trees my parents had this this tree in their backyard here 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 in the in the, in the neighborhood and it was like dying out and i was like dad i'm gonna i'm gonna break off one of the tree branches and sand it i'm painting it i'm gonna sell it like, you're fucking crazy what are you talking about <laughs> right i sanded it i painted it put it in my bathroom sink sold it for like 30 bucks piece of branch i spray painted i was like what the fuck I started, my dad's like, Oye, <laughs> cut the tree down, paint it. I had this one lady call me, and this is the last tree I painted. Um, She called me, she's like, hey, there's ants coming out of this tree. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, shit. Well, my like, bad. My bad, it's a real tree. That, that was in a, you know what, that was a special, Yeah. and you got the extra. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. So then from, from the thrifting and doing all that, it was too much work. You know, you find an item, catalog it, sell it, boom, I had to redo it over. So I started finding other thrifters, and I started getting their stuff, putting it on my platform. When I had enough on my platform, because they would go to pop-up events, they wouldn't do online stores. I did online stores. Can I say, I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah. Like. Yeah, so, so, so. It's fun, bro. You go thrifting, bro. Those no, I love thrifting, but I didn't know, like, the concept that you're detailing to us. Yeah. I didn't know it was a thing. Like, I there were some places that we go, well, antiquing and shit. But that's in Miami, because anywhere else you go, thrifting is huge. Like, yeah, Cali is huge. Cali, like, it, there's huge. Right. But maybe it is, but maybe Cali, it is huge, and we don't even yeah, know well, it. Yeah, no, it's still, it's still a thing, and it's funny. Um. All these kids wearing a vintage shirts and all that stuff. That's the big thing now, yeah. Yeah. So then, um, I started. I had all these 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 um thrifters on my site, and I was like, man, if I could do a pop up market, I know I could have fifty vendors like that, and charge a fee. Boom, little did you know, I threw, had the biggest market in Winwood. You know, um, this company, you know, uh, had the space. They were doing it one event once a month. I'm like, yo, let me do something here every weekend. And would you have to pay the the company? To I, host would, it? We, I would. I would. I would. We'll, we'll do a split. Percentage split after the event. No, no, no. Every weekend, every vendor sale, uh, they would get percentage. I'll get a percentage. Okay. Long story short, I was generating some money, and and they needed 
helping their marketing, all that, they bought the company. Um, they bought the company, and I stopped thrifting. But now, I was moved into Winwood, and I was in Winwood around art. So that got me back into the whole art thing. Um, started painting more, selling pieces at a hundred bucks, a hundred fifty. Did you have any ex- uh, specific thing you were painting? The first, or? the first thing. Uh, my dad's a huge um Rolling Stones, so okay. I was I was doing a lot of um the Stones, the tongue, the tongue. um changing it up. Then uh, I'm a big Star Wars fan, so Darth Vader. I would paint a bunch of Darth Vaders, and then I did a smash up. Um, was Darth Vader with the Rolling Stone um tongue on him? Okay, and that was hot. And then that's what really got me into um smash ups, like putting different characters and things together. And and I love that. And that's where I'm at right now, where where I really enjoy like mixing things. Um, and then I started doing that, and then just little by little, going up the. Uh, I was getting more calls and requests, so my price was obviously too low, and then I just started going up little by little. That's how everyone asks, everyone always asks me, like other artists, because I collaborate with a lot of artists, and, and t- I try to talk to, to as many artists as I can. How do you price your art? You know, that was something I had to learn, you know, because I didn't study art. You know, I would take the art classes in college in Braddock, I, Mr. Wilson. Um, he, he's still in the scene, you know, so it's super cool running into him. Um, my art teacher, you know. Who was the lady that did ceramics? Remember her? No. Like Winthrop or something like that? Oh, my God, yes. Was it Miss Winthrop? Something like that. If we have any Braddock alumni out there, I think her name was Miss Winthrop. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. It sounds, that sounds Doesn't familiar. It? it does. Yeah. So, yeah, you, somebody just uh, DM'd us that... You did a uh, an R two D two for him. Yes, Alex. Yes, from uh, SoulFlow AC. Yeah, man, Alex came through, man. Alex. So, so I'll fast forward a little bit into the art. Um, I started painting out of my my. I was painting in balconies first. It was very French of you. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't French at all. With a, was with a crepe. He had a crepe. <laughs> yeah, and he had a, a beret to the side. And with, with the movie Chocolat playing in the back with Johnny What Depp. is it with you and Chocolat, Hey, bro? guy, I'm a fan. God, yeah, leave painting, it alone. I was painting a small balcony, and then I moved to City Place, got a bigger balcony. I'm like, okay, put the nice IKEA flooring, made my own thing there. And then moved to a bigger space, needed more space, so I, I turned a two-car garage into a studio, but I was painting in the heat, in the sun, like in the garage. I ain't like... Dying, bro. And then Alex, you know, hit me up. He's like, bro, what's up, man? From from back in the day, um, Dolph, huge Dolphins fan, and he has a um, Arturito tattooed. Mm-hmm. So I just did a simple Arturito, obviously with, 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 it, uh, with a bunch of details, and then the background was the Dolphins teal. Yeah, badass. And, um, and I did that, and from there, I'm like, yo, you got to connect me with some AC, bro. And he <laughs> pimped me out with old like and that's game he's the man he's the yeah. man he's right now he he's the the ac guy so flow ac so flow ac all day i'm excited i am my first season ticket so I, i'm sorry i'm jumping around oh you're fine you guys gotta bring me back yeah um one of the things that I, that what i was saying is um doing smash ups i just did a job with with inter miami so i want to get into you know i'm i'm going through fast forwarding a lot i would like like to give some people more information about about my art, but I'm trying to get into the corporate corporate level, um, tap into sponsors and things like that. So I was able to do a gig with with Inter Miami, and um, after that I was like, man, I want to do something with every Miami team. 
and I had they, we did a dope promo video. It put my name on the screen, let me paint on the field. Super cool. And I was like, man, I want to do something for the Dolphins. So I don't know how me and Alex started talking about it, but I'm like, I'm going to get in on, on the Dolphins. Um, and you got to find it. You got you to gotta reach out, talk to people, like, and, and keep going. Um, I bought tickets, and luckily enough, the guy that sold us the tickets, same name as my brother, Scott, he he the he he loves art and there's uh, he has art from this guy named Serge and I told him yo I paint, boom started talking to him, he liked my art, connected me with the marketing team and now I'm speaking to the Dolphins marketing team you know try to do something so throwing them some ideas. Well, we want to do something for the hangout hour, so maybe yeah. we'll, we'll 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 talk to you for some work. Let's do it. We'll do we'll do a day. I do some live art here. We yep. oh we're super in for that. We actually want to do uh. Like shirts, like okay. designs on certain shirts, and uh, we'll talk about that. Dope, off, dope, off. dope. Yeah, man. So you um, you get back into the art, and and you know we've had artists here on this on this show, and it's always this long. I, I'm I'm not um. What am What am I trying to say? I'm not trying to. to sh- I'm not here to shit on anybody on yeah. why they do what they do. Typically, it's like this whole, their inspiration comes from like this dark place or, you know, something negative. What I really appreciate about you is your art is just happy art. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's not one of these things that you go and you have to sit in front of a art gallery and look at it. And, and try like to wonder what and it wonder is. wonder where was the artist. It's like <laughs> in your face, bro. You're a 90s kid. Hey, I like bright colors. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And this is what I'm doing. This, this, is, this is the stuff. And that speaks for itself. Yeah, right. Man. But thank you, thank you. So, so it's crazy because, like I was saying earlier, I don't have a, uh, I don't think I have a style. I and you tell me spray paint, you tell me do oil painting, you know, acrylic, water, water, black and white. I could do it, pencil, I could do it. Um, and and I'm like, since I started doing that, people were requesting art. So I I've been doing commissions ever since then. Um, I don't want to say it's something that I kind of want to get out of, but but. It's something that at one point I want to just paint for myself. Like, I want to do a collection. I want to, like, create stuff. Like, I just paint that, like, whatever comes to my mind and, and do what not. Do what. I haven't got to that point. Um, I haven't got to the point where I have a, a specific character. And I don't know if I ever want to get to that point. I don't, I don't, I don't think I could. Um, um, I, I can't paint the same character over and over and over and over and over and over. Like, I, I don't know if I could do that. So I've been getting at these commissions. Like, people, people. I enjoy the process of like, hey, what do you like? You know, you like this, you know, I'll come up with a quick idea. Oh, I'll ask you some questions like, oh, you know, what's your favorite place? You have any kids? Like, you know, right. uh, you have any tattoos, blah, blah. And then I come up with something crazy and you're like, damn, that's dope. All right, let's paint it. So your, your art is based on individually the person that you're speaking to. You get a, you get a vibe from, is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, you get so, a vibe? Well, well, sometimes some people, you know, uh, 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 you'll see a lot of Richie Rich at Monopoly. It's just because... People see that from Alec Monopoly, and they request it. Have so you ever met him? Um, yeah, I've met him. Is he a good dude? I I didn't have a yeah. full conversation. Just met him briefly at an at an event that he had. Um, but a lot of people, if you want that, you know, okay, I'll paint it. You know, I'll try to add my twist to it to make it make it look dope. You know, and and find it entertaining for myself too. Right. Um, because again, I'm I'm creating things that people also ask for. Um, but I do enjoy when they don't know what they want. They just want art from me. I'm like, okay, I, I can do whatever they I want. They tell you to go ham and do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, I like this, that. I'm like, okay, you're the artist. Go, go, go. I enjoy that. Um, and that's where I'm at still right now. 
Um, but I do have some projects that, that I'm working on that I'm excited about. And this Lego thing here kind of reminds me, and I'll tell you guys a little bit about it. Um, but yeah, I'm straight up commissions right now. Are you, um, have you gone to the, uh, what is that shit every year? Art Basel? Art Basel? Yeah. I've, I've, I've done stuff for, for Art Basel. I might, might do my own first solo show during, during Art Basel this year. All right. I don't Fantastic. know. I don't know yet. What, what was your thought of, we asked Kai, uh, another artist that came in here. Um, were you there the year that the guy put the banana? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, to me, to me, I think, I, I think it's crazy, but I think the, the fact that, I don't know, the thought process, there's a thought process that went into that, you know, and, and whether he knew that that was going to go viral, that he knew something. So that, not knowing that or, or knowing that there's something there is where I think that's that creative process, I, I think it was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, if you ask me if I'm going to do something for Art Basel this year, I've looked at some options. One option is, like, having a, a white space at um, Red Dot. It's a huge, huge space where a bunch of artists, and you got to stand out. So this is where he was. He had this thing there. He had to stand out. Like, how do you stand out? You know, the guy had for sure had a game plan. So I'm like, okay, if I'm going to do something like that, I need to stand out. All right, maybe I'll go hire a, a seven-foot security-looking guy to stand in front of this white wall that no one else has a security guard, you know, and people are gonna be like, yo, why is this guy there? Like not letting me take pictures with this art, you know, and can mentar algo. So he did something, caught the attention and, and f to stand out from all those artists, I think it was, it was genius. Um, but there was definitely an approach behind that. He probably had a PR ready to like blast that off. You know, a lot of things, you know, don't just, you can make things go viral. And I think he probably had something to do with that. So I thought it was, I thought it was cool. That's that's funny that you say that. It's, it's probably the most int like I've talked to a lot of people about it and like people get cranked. Like, yeah. bro, what the fuck? You know, I put my my time, my effort, my inspiration, my heart on this canvas, and you know, people like this make it. But I've never heard that answer. And I could honestly, if you think about it, that's but art. It, that's art in itself. But right? almost it's almost like he. It is. It's almost like he's talking about it on a on a business yeah aspect yeah. of it, right? I mean, we get. Uh, the feedback that you and I have gotten from the artists have been the artist's feedback, I guess, with with eyes of an artist. But then you have uh, Gosa sitting here and he's like, well, it's yeah, I see the art of it, but I also see the business part of it. And I mean, it worked. Yeah, yeah no. It, 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 the, yeah. How much did that shit sell for? Like 250,000, right? And it's not only that, it's the, the concept of it. So if you ever want to put tape on something, he has to get paid. <laughs> yeah so that you want to sell t-shirts with tape and something he has to get paid you know i actually got these gold bricks um for last art basil it was during that time i had put the gold bricks because i was doing a pop-up um with puma and i put the gold bricks with tape i just went it just it just you know it was a thing to talk yeah. about you know right. so I, I i did that you know it was cool so i thought it was concept was dope um but look man to me to me i i don't want to say um there's a million artists out there that are better than me. You know, I'm learning something every day, learning different brush strokes, di different things every day. But if you're an artist and you don't have a business mentality or or marketing, you know, or, or plan to move to that, it's very hard to to find success as an artist. Um, so I've been I've been dangling that approach 
right more of the marketing and concepts and and since i have the background and i know the people i know how to sell it or talk to people and move myself keep pivoting you know i was gonna say that because i think that that's the advantage that you have because of your background for selling and everything you did in the past you can look at art as a two-way street right a lot of these artists get uh they they stay on their on that one track mind with their blinders on and say okay well nothing matters except for the art and the art is the most important thing which it is i'm not discrediting that whatsoever but it's fascinating that you can have this open mentality about uh, how to market it and stuff like that and automatically try to make money where again with other artists are like well, i don't really care about money i just want to paint if it sells for 50 dollars, it sells if it sells for which, 250 which well, is bullshit because there's those same artists that enjoy the luxuries of life and unfortunately of course but then it's like yeah, you said in the beginning yeah. right that's why a lot of these artists get famous when they die yeah and well, all of a sudden all this collection comes out and they're like whoa we didn't even know this guy or oh, we did we knew about him he was famous but Holy shit, now look at all this art coming out. And yeah. then his, the guy's name or the person's name or the artist's name, I should say. But, but everybody likes that little twist on something. Cause like, Correct. Example, and I think that's why the whole darkness comes into play. Not a lot of, you know, he's sitting here being, he's a happy character. And not a lot of people are like that, right? Like you said earlier, artists come, songs, musicians. Where do you come from? Oh, I come from a dark place. Abusiveness, alcoholism, drugs, broken families, broken homes, all this shit. So that sells for them. You know what I mean? So then and it's relatable to a lot of people. Correct. So like, oh man, I, I had a girlfriend and we broke up and that's why you like that song, right? Yeah. But what I like about your art, bringing it back to you, is we all share something in common, which is, yeah, everybody's going to sh- share bad times, but we majority share a lot of good times, mm-hmm. like the innocent times, the cartoons, the things that... Your art brings smiles to people's faces. It's crazy you say that because I've, I've been hearing it more often. They're like, oh, you, you, you draw throwback like characters have you done thundercats i'm like bro i haven't yet like and there's so many characters i haven't even touched again because it's you see uh you see me paint um i don't know a, a specific character you're like man i want something like that so i could go in this whole like star wars series because people i i show a picture of a darth vader i made and then someone likes darth vader they call me i want darth vader so i'm like stuck in this whole star wars era yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> until i'm like yo I need to jump out of it. Like I get tired of it. I'm like, I gotta wait. Put that on hold. Up. I want to jump into this art. You're a big Ducktales fan, I see, bro. Uh, I can't believe. Have you done any uh, Gizmo Duck yet? No, I have not. That's my favorite. There's, I haven't done the Ninja Turtles. Oh, dude. Like, I've, there's so many things that that I want to paint. It's just again, I'm doing um, I'm doing commissions. I don't know if you saw my social media. I posted that I'm not taking any new commissions till the end of September. Wow. Yeah, cause I got backed up. I got backed up. Um, um. It's, I, I don't know about other artists, but you can't paint automatic right. either, you know? And sometimes you can't force it, you know? So, so I, I, I go down some up and downs, and then sometimes I go into, like, the whole, like, uh, marketing part of the business of, of the art, and I'm like, I work on that until I, I, I feel like painting, you know? Um, but I stopped until I catch up on, on, like, eight commissions that I have, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick what I want. Like, I'm gonna be a little more picky on on the commissions. Good. Good for you. Um, and 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 go with that. Um, but yeah, man, I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you a concept. A concept. Speaking about speaking about that, I saw the Lego. So, I have this event that I'm 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 working on. So, anything, any brand. Again, I want to get into the corporate thing. So, any brand that has four letters in it, I'm trying to turn it into Gosa. 
So I'll give you an example, though. One that I'm working on right now, and I got inspired by by Banksy. Um, one of my favorite. Ikea. So let me see if I find a picture, and I'll show you guys. So I turned my my logo into the Ikea logo, and I put Gosa, but in the same blue and yellow. Okay. I went to Ikea, um, shopped around. I bought, like, $500, $600 worth of prints and posters. They have the Mona Lisa. They have, like, vintage art. They have, like... I think you have one up in your house. I saw a picture of your, yeah. your wife, and then there's a yes, Mona Lisa yes, in the yes. back. So I got... So that's one of the pieces. So then I bought frames and mirrors. And so what I'm doing is I'm doing a whole collection, 17, 20 pieces of Ikea stuff painted on my twist on it. But what I'm doing is I scoped out ikea and and i w- i want to share this information I'm, I'm even thinking of promoting it to the ikea employees so i scoped out ikea there's no cameras in on the floor where they have the the showrooms where they, you have like the bedroom or the office or well, whatnot you want to do the banksy so i'm gonna get a piece i'm gonna take it i'm gonna put it in there obviously i'm gonna do a whole promo behind that um advertise it you know use that for pr for the pop-up event that i'm gonna do so i'm gonna do a show i don't know if i'm gonna do that during our basil so i'm prepping for it but it's going to be my first fo- solo show. I got sponsors. I got tequila sponsor in it. Uh, I might have doers. Um, Bacardi's interested. So putting everything together, and then it's going to be pri- private invitation only. I want to do maybe 100 guests or something like that. Um, oh. um, I want everyone dressed in Ikea, so I got to buy the Ikea uniform on Etsy, <laughs> change it, put the Gosa on it. That's um, awesome, man. On the, on the glass, glass window and put the, the Gosa logo. That looks like Ikea. I'll show you. I want to put that Ikea rug that everyone has, that yeah. brown one. Yeah. But I'm going to spray paint something dope on it. You know, I'll probably put some furniture in there, Ikea furniture, so people hang out. I'll have music and all that stuff. Um, but those are the concepts I'm doing now. So Lego, I saw it here, is four-letter. That's one concept I'm going to do, too. So I'm changing my logo to look like the Lego logo, and I'm going to do just art pure on Lego blocks. Big Oof. Lego blocks, little Lego blocks. Wow. With paint. Um, Kiss, the rock band. Mm-hmm. I changed my logo to the KISS logo, and I'm doing a bunch of series of, let's say, the Ninja Turtles with the KISS faces on it. Oh, that's, that's, eBay, that's dope, man. eBay has a four-letter words. I turned that into the Gosa logo. I'll show you. Super cool. That collection, I'm only going to sell on eBay. So you could only go on eBay, bid for it, and, all, and whatnot. Wow. So this is where I'm including these corporate brands. And let me tell you, if they send me a letter trying to tell me something, I'm going to use that letter and paint it. Good press, bad press, it's good for me, you know? Yeah, yeah. If I get in trouble financially, whatever, you know, it's, I'll learn from it. But you never know. Like, I'll tell you right now, the Ikea, I've been promoting it right now. I've had, like, three artists tell me, yo, I'm going to Ikea to go buy that and do so- something similar. I'm like, screenshot. When Ikea comes knocking, I'll be like, yo, I'm selling <laughs> your stuff. Yeah. You should pay me. Right. You should sponsor me. They might be like, no, look, you know what? Uh, how about we do something next year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's 50 exactly. grand. <laughs> Let's go. yeah, yeah. You know, That'd be the that's that's what you're hoping so for. So that's there, my yeah. approach, you know, yeah. to get into the eye of a corporate brand, you know, that I like and that I can make it make it cool. Um, did you do you like wake up in the middle of the night inspired and start yo, painting? It's crazy, man. Um, no, that I've done that several times, but 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 not it's not that easy. I every time after I paint, I leave the place a mess because I'm tired, my back hurts or whatnot, and then before I paint, I have to clean everything up. So I have I have like a routine. I have to organize the whole space. Like, I'll even pass a Dyson in the fucking studio, you know? Um, it's okay if there's paint all over the place because yeah. it's art, you know? Um, but I have my routine, so I can't sometimes just jump in and paint. I want to show you guys. That's really, honestly, um, 
the way you thought about all that, uh, Ikea, the Lego. Man, I don't know what's up with this mic today. It's fascinating to me, though. It it's is. probably my old mic. It, I think it is. <laughs> um, it is fascinating the way the way you thought about all this, man. And uh, Thank you. I think, so, it, I think it's going to blow up. Was Bansky, I mean, you, you mentioned them earlier. Banksy. I love Banksy Whatever. and Mr. Brainwash, and I uh, so people hate when I say it, but I think he's the same guy. No, they're not, bro. It's the same dude. I'll tell you why. Mr. Brainwash is Banksy. Want to know why? Why? Because. <laughs> oh, boy. You might, be, you might be ruffling some feathers here, buddy. Yeah, well, whatever. It's, it's, it's our art, right? Um, oh. I told you earlier we had a, a buddy of ours come in, Kai. Okay. So Kai is he's blowing up. He's doing things with, like, he's done things back in the day with Chris Brown. A lot of, oh, he done. He's done things with Landry, uh, Jarvis Landry, OBJ. So, Kai is Brainwash's nephew. Oh, wow. And he's met Banksy. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so. we'll leave it at that. So, that kills. We debunked debunked it for you. We debunked it it for you. Sorry. I'm like, like, he's brainwashing I'm sorry that we fucking fucked you. Now he's got to go to bed. Go to bed. And he's like, fuck, this is bullshit. (laughs) I'm still I'm still gonna believe it until until he comes out. Yeah, uh, that I fell in love with all those people when I saw that we talk about the uh, documentary all the time. Exit through the gift shop. Yeah, bro, I what love that. Greatest, man. I it's I put that in I um while in the studio while I'm painting. I put that on repeat, and and it's crazy because look, I love art. I love the being there and painting, but when it turns into a business, you know, and and obviously I want it. I want it to be my my thing. I want it to be my passion. I want it to be the thing I do forever. Um, so I need to make money off of it. Right. So when I hear and I see Mr. Brainwash go open up a studio, hire people, he has all these ideas. And I'm like, man, I have, yo, guys, I, I get crazy ideas. I could come up with, just by looking at this table with all these dope brands and all these stickers, I could come up with a piece of art for each one. And I want to do it. But I can't do it all. So when and there's a part, Mr. Brainwash is like, he tells his graphic designer, he pulls a book, Andy Warhol. I have books too, Andy Warhol, all these artists. And I can do the same thing for myself. He'll put post-its and he'll put uh, this face with this person. Give it all to a graphic designer. A graphic designer comes down and exits the room. He's like, yeah, so he gives me all these posters. I design it. We print it. He sits there and we show him. And he's like, no, yes, no, yes, yes. And it's the concept that he's putting together, you know. I I, I think that's fun, you know. Like, seeing, like I just I just well, my opinion on him, he's sold out. But who am I to be the judge of that, right? He's rolling in cash now, and he does put out good artwork. But I guess there's some sort of like under underworld like guidelines that you have for fellow artists and whatever, and how he kind of did Banksy wrong. I'm telling you, he's Banksy. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm but going to grave with that. And then you have your Shepherd Fairies. Yeah, the people. I'm going to grave with that. And then they say that Shepherd Fairies sold out, right? Because he went corporate. So then you have this whole like back and forth about who's what and what's who and. Well, Shepherd Fairy from the beginning, which is Obey. Um, but he went. He was underground for a very long yeah, time. But, but he made that doing decision. stencils and but, all that shit, and then. Well, he he kind of made that. He kind of his coming out was when he got picked up by skateboarding brands and yeah. and by going to like Pacific Sunwear or PacSun, Hot Top. Like when you started seeing Obey stuff, like it wasn't like Banksy who's still like in the dark and still doing the mystique of Banksy, right? Shepard said, hey, 
Fuck that, I'm, you're I'm, on a first name basis with Yeah, me and Shep. <laughs> so he went and he did that. That was his business plan. Like you say, there's there's yeah, a business. That was his. Right. You want, I think as an artist, you want everyone to know about your art. Of course. You want to reach people because some people's art, you know, inspires or there's meaning behind it. Like Shepard's Obey, you know, um, and the campaigns that he's done. So I, I, I don't see why not you want to. I agree. But then you have, you have the other one that he doesn't want it. He doesn't like, he wants the recognition of people knowing his art, but it's okay. Like, but that's the way people know his art. Exactly. So, so it's that's his marketing. Yeah. Thing. So he, he, once he, if he comes out, it's, it might it, kill it all. <laughs> he, he, that guy's a, a marketing brain genius creative. So it, he'll pivot and figure it out. But the one that he did in the art museum was dope as fuck. Super. Yeah. Super. Did you, um, did COVID affect you at all? COVID helped me with it the did. art. Yeah, that's what, it yeah. did help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't like to talk too much about my, my past employer. Mm -hmm. um, but COVID, that I, you know, like a lot of companies had lay off everyone. So I had literally, like right before COVID, had a kid. You know, he was just born. Um, so, you know, we had just moved. My lease was up. We just moved to a bigger place. Here I, I'm living in Doral. And um, COVID hit, pretty much my pay, like, yeah. gone, bro. Gone. Yeah, and, I, I, and now you're not thinking of anything. You're thinking as a father and the leader of your household. Like, yeah. Fuck. So I turned to painting. I turned to painting, and I was painting, painting, putting out content, pa, pa, pa. Obviously, people weren't buying art at the time. No one was spending any money at the time, but I was painting, you know? Right. Um, and then, and... I was just painting, 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 and more people were reacting to it. Some people started buying art, you know, and I started selling more and more. And it just, like, that's when I got into the whole Inter-Miami. When that happened, like, started doing more events, started reaching out to people, and started, started putting my, my, my chips in, in, in place. And um, it just started going up since from COVID. So... Do you, is any of your art, do you, are you connected with any specific galleries here in Miami? Or, or is it, it like... Not yet. Not yet. I, I, I can be. Um, I'm I, Museum of Graffiti. I, I'm, I don't come from the graffiti background, but they're super cool. They That's have, the one on 7th Avenue? Uh, yeah, in, in Wynwood. Yeah, yeah Alapado, 7th Avenue, like 33rd Street? Mm, I think With so. the big orange in the front? No, no, no. No, 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 it's, no it's, it's not that one. It's oh, okay. right across the street from the, t the taco place, the oh, taco stand. Yeah, yeah, from okay. the taco stand. Yeah. Um, I, again, if I, if I need to get my art in a gallery, I, it's, it's, a, it's about... How you present your art, how you approach it. Do you have a media deck? You know, you know, you can you be an artist that just paints and show up with a canvas and be like, "Yo, you guys want to put this there?" It's hard. Yeah. But if you go in there, yo, I got a manager. You know, you know, go in there, do this, do that. Show them this kit. Show them ideas you're doing. Show them events you're doing. You know, social media. You're active. Blah blah blah. Yo, put this art there. Let's do it. Let's try it. I, if I wanted to, I can. I just I'm not there yet because I'm on commission. What am I? I'm gonna put something Oscar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying Oscars art there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what we're gonna do for your next one? We're gonna do like our own little, like pieces, and we're gonna just put it in with yours to see if they sell. Yeah. So fuck it. We're just gonna. We won't even put ghosts on it. We're just gonna give you like two canvases to see if just as a fucking joke to you see if somebody pays. You for don't it. want my art on that, bro. Because I, I, I fuck up stick figures. <laughs> hey, that's art, bro. That's art, bro. Jesus Christ. Hey, so. We um we're gonna get to the segment now of the show where we like to have fun with our guests. Um, basically, we're gonna play a game. Um, 
and then we'll, we'll we'll wrap this up. But we we like to have fun with you and all of our guests, and I think uh you'd you'd be very appreciative for this. Are you down to play the game? Let's do it. This one's on here. Yeah. All right. So the, the rules of the game are very simple. We're gonna read you a question. The game is called Rapid Fire. So we're gonna ask you a question, and you have about a second to answer. Oh man. Okay. So. Yeah. None of that. Uh. Uh. uh yeah. Let me think. Let's go. Question. So, are you down to play? Let's play it. All right. So. Go so. Rapid fire. I feel like I. It just needs like a thing thing we, we, like. Oh. We got you. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh shit. Don't worry, fam. <laughs> go so. Are you ready to play? Rapid, Rapid fire. fire. <laughs> For sure they had it. I knew it was coming. <laughs> you like that, huh? Contestant number one, Victor Gosa. <laughs> You've been explaining the rules of the game. Contestant number one, are you ready? Let's do it. All right. Question number one. Who is your favorite musician of all time? Oh, man. DMX. DMX. Favorite actor of all time? Brad Pitt. Favorite movie of all time? Fight Club. Which actor would play you in a movie? Uh, I don't know. I'm bad with names. Uh, Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Loki. No. All right. So, <clears throat> failed that one. Um, bad with names. Uh, Monopoly? Monopoly? What about Monopoly? Are you good at Monopoly? Yeah, I'm good with board games. That's what we're saying. What game would you beat? You didn't Any- ask the question. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. We're still there. I'm Shit. sorry. <laughs> I was reading the other question. All right. Go ahead. What board game would you beat anybody in? Oh, um, Monopoly. <laughs> no, I forgot the name. I've been playing it, bro. It's... Shoots and Ladders. No, it's, oh. it's like... It looks like Scrabble. I, I play with my girl all the time. We always win. It's like a whole bunch of cards on, on the thing, and then you get cards, you got to match it. What's it called? Forgot. Um, Uno. <laughs> Uno, no. Uno. What's your dream car? G-Wagon. Favorite animal and why? Dog. I like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most <laughs> cutest answer I've ever heard in my so life. Like, that was so nice. Dogs. <laughs> He's like, dogs. I like dogs. <laughs> Man's best friend. Rough. <laughs> there, there's shit, man. Uh, favorite beverage of any kind? Aquarius. What? Say it to my face? <laughs> what is that? Aquarius. It's from Spain. It's like, it, I don't know. They, I don't know why they don't have it here. It's, oh, what is it? It's just like a Powerade type of drink. Gatorade, oh, Powerade, but it's called Aquarius. Oh, oh, super good. Look at this. See, this show isn't only entertaining. It's educational. Here we go. If you can eat... If you can eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Country fried steak and eggs from Denny's. Whoa. I didn't see that one coming at all. Here did I. What's the best dish you can prepare? Uh, shit. Juraco. Favorite candy? Um, Warheads. Best? Wow, I haven't heard that. Yeah. Over Crybaby? Yeah, it was, it was uh, between those two. That was the shit. When the ice cream Cry man would ba- come. Yes. Boom. <laughs> Ten Cry cents. Babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cry babies. But Warheads, fun. Best Halloween costume you've ever had? Oh, recent. Um, I was a zombie with my, with my fam. Okay. What is your a mummy? Bi- sorry. A mummy. Okay. What is your biggest fear? My biggest fear. Oh, my God. 
I don't know. That's a good question. That's why we ask it. Not being able to provide for my family. That's 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 right up there. I think that was our question. Yep. That was our answers that's, too. That's it. Um, what is your biggest pet peeve? My biggest pet peeve, I guess, organizing a studio before I paint. Okay. Any nicknames growing up? Mookie. Mookie. Yeah, we got that one already. If you had to pick one person, not your significant other, to be stranded on a desert deserted island, who would it be? My brother. What's your brother's name? Scott. Scott. Beach or mountain? Beach. Summer or winter? Winter. Hop, hamburger or hot dog? Hot dog. Salty or sweet? Salty. Toilet paper over or under? <laughs> under. What? Over, over, sorry. This guy's going to say this guy's a serial killer. <laughs> this guy's a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Wait, wait, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or one hundred duck-sized horses? Shit, one, 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 one big duck, one giant-ass fucking duck. Okay. <laughs> Favorite superhero? Um, uh, X Men, Wolverine. What super? What superpower would you want to have? Um, controlling your mind. Ew, I told you he was a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> At a party, where can we find you? Uh, the VIP table. <laughs> <laughs> that's in the past. That's in the past. In the past. Uh, <laughs> favorite ice cream flavor? Cotton candy. The worst gift you've ever received? Socks. The, the most irrational fear you have? What? What does that mean? So, like, for example, we had somebody on the on the the show that said they didn't like to jump in pools at night and get by the light because they always felt a shark was going to come out. <laughs> Exactly. Irrational fear. Irrational fear? I mean, could it be fictional? It, yes. Yeah, like, I've always had a fear of, like... I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That last fear I told you is 100% fictional. Because <laughs> there's no shark coming out of a fucking... That was, like, how you opened up. you telling your buddy here, can you hear me? <laughs> yes, he could hear you. We're in the same room. <laughs> I always had a fear, like, you're, like, going up a, a bridge, and it's your car's just going to... And fly off. Fly off. I and hate that, bridges. Not go like gravity just gone. God, <laughs> like oh shit. All right, on a scale of one to ten, how cool are you? Oh man, I want to say I'm, I'm cool, like eight. All right, modest. Brad Pitt's a ten. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a nine point four. Uh, favorite TV show? Favorite TV show? Oh fuck, I the Disney Plus stuff, bro. Like Mandalorian. Fire. Biggest guilty pleasure. What is that? Um, so like a guilty <laughs> time here. Like a guilty pleasure is basically like eating M and M's. You like eating ice cream at midnight or whatever, something like that. Yeah, fish food. Fish food. It's called fish food. What's called fish food? Ice cream, fish food. Oh really? Yeah, it's good. Where is that? I forgot who makes it. I forgot who makes it. Yeah, we'll look it up. Fish we'll food. It's really good. Is water wet? And if so, are you sure? What? Water is not wet, is I what you're know. saying. <laughs> I we don't have know. That, we have that locked in? We got that, yeah. Yep, yeah, we do. Yep, we got it all. <laughs> well, you're, you're, the second part threw me off. 
Yeah, because he was supposed to ask yeah. you after because I, 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 David's good with these those weird ass he element questions, black holes and shit like that. He thinks I have forgotten about the nine point four that he's categorized <laughs> himself as. But anyways, while you're sleeping, fan on or fan off? Air conditioner, no fan. Okay. Boxes or briefs? Briefs. Bath or shower? Bath. <laughs> what? I, this is such a weird question. Here I'm we gonna, go. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna answer like, what do you wear to bed? My what briefs. Do you wear to bed. All right. <laughs> uh, if what would you do if you were invisible for a day? Oh shit, bro. Um. Damn, for a day, but like here in Miami. Ever doesn't anywhere. matter. It's it's all again. Hey, this is an. This is all about you, buddy. Wherever you want to be. This is another fictional question. <laughs> if, I, if I was invisible, I don't know. I'll probably fuck with people. Okay. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Hmm. Whoa. Well, he caught himself on yeah, that one. Yeah, he did. No, no, no. I consider a sandwich open on both ends. I don't know. Okay. but So if I break the yeah. bun and I put the hot dog in. It's a sandwich. But what if, well, it's a sandwich? But what if you turn the hot dog like this, the no, other if way? If you break the bun, it's a sandwich. If you break okay. <laughs> If we break the bun. I like that. So, all right. But when you go to Subrageous, they don't cut the bread all the way. What? No, yeah, they do. No, they don't. At Subrages? I think they, they make it like a little pita. Is oh, a pita yeah. sandwich a sandwich? You're right. That, a pita. Isn't that, I think that in Venezuela it's called Pepito. Pepito? That's what, that's uh, Danny's nickname. Yeah. When, when he goes to the bed. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you were a Disney princess, who would you be? A Disney princess? Shit. I don't know her name. The one from Beauty and the Beast. Belle. Belle. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, bro. This Great guy. answer. <laughs> Uh, dine-in or delivery? Uh, dine-in. No, 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 I'm sorry. Delivery. For sure. And what would you be delivering? Wait, Order. wait, what? What? I don't know. You I, answered. I confused Do you, would No, you? I prefer to eat at home. Okay, yeah, so that's delivery. Dine-in would be at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delivery would be at your house. What would you be ordering? Uh, Italian. What, yeah, what's the perfect meal? You and your chick, you're going to go watch something now on Netflix. You're going to order food. What, what are you going to order? I don't know, man, but I love sauce, saucy things. So, pasta, pasta with a lot of white sauce. You have a favorite Italian place? No, I don't. I need one. Oh, we'll give you a couple. Well, that concludes. Rapid fire. That was fun. I lost service in here. Oh, yeah, it happens. It happens sometimes. Dude, I've been, like, aching <coughs> this whole this whole um, interview. I've been dying. All right, just to uh, kind of wrap it up here a little bit. So, you have, um, back, back to your artwork, do you have any shows upcoming, or, or are we expected to see any of your work anywhere? Um, right now, like I said, on working on, on commissions, but I am doing some pop-up events, so every second Saturday. Art Walk, Dirty Rabbit usually books me to, to do some live art uh, at their venue. Um, and then I have some stuff coming up, but it's a couple you have months. A, you have a website where anybody can go and um, explore your art, or the best way is through your Instagram? Instagram, I, I have a website, artbygosa.com. Artbygosa.com. But I don't, have a, I don't have too much on it. Like I brought everything down from there. Um, yeah. All right. Can I, I, I want to ask you this. Um, 
you just zone out and I know with all your commissions and everything that you want the in the corporate section or whatever, but do you do you ever like just zone out and say, look, you know, I don't give a fuck about life right now and I just want to paint what I want to paint today. Yeah. Do, do you ever do that? Yeah, like yeah. no influences from, like I said, anybody, you know, I want this. Hey, I need this. I'm, I'll pay you. The f- I just, everybody shut up and I just want to do what I want to do. I, I've, I've done that like once or like two, three times maybe. Um, It's just when I get an idea and I'm like, okay, I just want to do this. So like, for example, the last one that I did was I've been talking a lot to the Museum of Graffiti. So I was watching a lot of documentaries on, on graffiti. So I really wanted to do Gosa in a graffiti style. But there was this tactic or technique that I I fell on while I was doing a piece for Inter Miami. And I was I, I did this uh same similar style for an art walk in in Winwood. You know smoke the smoke uh color smoke bombs or grenades. Yeah. I had wanted to incorporate that into my live event so I could catch people's attention to come see what's going on and whatnot. So what I did, I had I lit one and I put it like two inches away from the canvas, messing around like if I was painting with that. So it would it would do this crazy effect, like like a atomic bomb on the thing, you know. And it would fill the whole canvas, you couldn't see the canvas. But then what I noticed was it would leave these dope patterns on it. And like I'll do money signs and it was there. I was like, man, that's super cool. So after I did the Inter Miami, I, I did the same thing with that because, you know, the fans in, in the stadium, they, they popped those. So I one day I was like, put everything away. I was like, I had the black smoke. I did it on a canvas and then as a background, and then I did my own Gosa graffiti on it. And and that was a piece, a moment that I had that I was like, I want to just do this, you know, because it was a concept that I, w- I wanted to see. And it looks dope. I have it there in my studio. So you got to send us a picture of that. Yeah, yeah man. Do you, um, I, uh, we didn't ask this earlier, but have you ever, like, had anything go wrong? Like, a hilarious story that has gone completely off the fucking wall for you while <laughs> being in this industry? And with the art? Like, for example, like, in our industry, like, we've held fucking podcasts with individuals here, and we're, we're relatively new to the game, right? Yeah. So we want to go ahead, and we're trying to put out a good product. Like, I'm going ape shit with this little fucking hut hissing in the background. But, like, this is one for me, right? Or yeah. another one for me would be, we recorded almost two hours of an episode, and when we go to look it up... Deleted. Deleted. Oh my God. Not fucking recorded, right? So it was like, that's shitty for us, right? Um, we, we just held... A, we hosted our second show recently at Unseen Creatures, but we held one at... We, we hosted one over, like, Hate Mondays. It's a barbecue spot down mm-hmm. south. Alex was there. A bunch of people went. And that was, like, super intimidating for us because it was, like, a, a huge turnout. We had, like, close to, like, 800 people there. Wow. And we had the stage, and we were hosting, and we had bands. And we had Carlos, a comedian, come out. Mm-hmm. And, you know. I saw that. I saw that on your ev- IG. Everything, everything that you thought would have gone wrong didn't go wrong there. And then when we're in the sanctity of the studio, everything that goes wrong that you think shouldn't go wrong fucking happens here. Oh, man. You get me? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. do you have anything similar? That has happened? Um... I've, yeah, I've, I've had, so, so obviously going through s- the techniques or styles of art, like for example, resin, um, it's like that clear coat that makes the canvas look super shiny. Right. I wanted to learn how to use that. And that was crazy, bro. Like sticky, like it gets hard and you got to pull the bubbles out and you can't have like 
anything fall on it. You know, I was like making makeshift stuff, but I had this one client. And obviously, as I start getting commissions, I had to do my research on the procedures for it and like why people enjoy it too, because it's they're they're collaborating with you on on create bringing their idea to life too. Right. Um, but I didn't set parameters to like yo like okay like this is what you want like no more editing. It's like your graphic designers hate it when it's like oh change this change that add that add that like so this guy had this concept wanted to do this thing we did it but it was like. He was excited, you know, the, the whole thing, because we're creating something, you know, and it was just, it was going so far, so far, like doing all this stuff. He doesn't know the story and I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to mention who it is. And, um, I'm now like, like, what the fuck? Like he wants to add this, I add that. And it's, you're paying me for this, you know? And I didn't, uh, now, like if that were to happen, I'll charge you more, you know? Okay. But I was, you know, starting out and, um, finally I get it done and I do resin. He wanted resin, so I I do resin. This is like my third time doing resin, and the resin I did it. It was a big canvas, and I fucked it up, fucked it up. Oh shit! I didn't know that. The obviously on a big canvas, the resin will, will, will puddle, puddle in the middle. And bro, I had to redo the whole piece. What a good thing! Like this is the art, bro. <laughs> this is this <laughs> is art. This is the way I envisioned it. Uh, Voila. Voila, yeah. I redid the whole piece, but it came out just ex- the same or, or, or better. And oh. then I resined it correctly. But yeah, moments like that, when I'm doing a new technique, I'll, I'll have like, you know, learning curves. But I haven't had anything crazy, crazy, crazy happen. So do you resin now flat or do you, you can't brush it, right? There's different ways to do it. But like, for example, if it's a big canvas, you have to put some kind of flat thing under the canvas oh, to keep inside it level. to keep it leveled. And you got to put little props under it. You know, if not, it could. Yeah. Because um, I was resonating a bunch of small, small pieces, but the big one, that happened. But now I know. Um, but yeah. Well, man, you've you've come definitely a long way. And uh, we have here in the studio your buddy. Yeah, David's chilling. David's chilling right here. David Designs. He's David looking, Designs. looks like he's doing art over there. He does. He, yeah, he, he, this guy's a amazing, hey bro, does Should graphics on there and does prints and same thing commissions. So you, you have, I wouldn't say an entourage, but you have a group of people, like you said, the circle that you're running with. So I would only imagine like any other artist, you, you appreciate these people. They're your support. Group, For sure. They're your crutch through, through these times. Cause they are, they're fun times, but at the same time they're trying times. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, we definitely wanted to recognize you here today on the show. Well, thank you for, for everything me. that you've done. And uh, we have high expectation for you, brother. I appreciate it. And yeah, man, anyone out there listening, any advice that they want or, or whatnot, I'm open to, to sharing that stuff. I believe in like putting good vibes out there, giving back, comes back, right good on. karma. So anyone trying to be an artist or just wants a hobby, it's fun, bro. Absolutely. Right on, man. Thank you very much. Uh, um, at least I know Danny gave his. But uh, on behalf of me, uh, thank you very much for being here, man. I know you you're exhausted from working all day, and you got your family at home, and taking the time away from doing all that and spending some time here talking some shit. And yeah, man. No. Hopefully, it's been relaxing. We always try to put out a <clears throat> a very relaxing uh, vibe and just come in here and chill. So oh, it's super, man, and I I wish you guys the best, you know, um, success. I oh, I think you guys are are doing something right, and. One thing it's in business, bro, is just keep doing it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of guys here in Miami come up with get rich um schemes. I want to do this, that, and then drop it, jump into the other one. I was that. I was that before. So, 
you know, it's just sticking to something, bro. Right on, man. Hopefully, uh, one of these days we can sit down and we can maybe do a collaboration between us and you yeah, guys. I'm and down. Or yeah. do something great, man. Well, we're, you definitely haven't seen The Last of Us, and I can assure you, yeah. we haven't yeah, seen The Last absolutely of Us. Absolutely. Well, do something too at one of my events. We yeah. do some live. We, we can host Yeah, absolutely, event. man. Let us know. We're, we're, we're open for everything, man. Cool, man. So I, I really appreciate it. you, man. Much love, brother. Uh, like ev- like <coughs> always, you could go ahead and listen to this interview amongst with all the other ones on all major platforms. That is Spotify, Apple Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Pandora, uh, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Uh, this this episode will be up within the next twenty four hours, or hit the link tonight, and you can listen to it immediately. Um, we are the Hangout Hour. You can follow us on at the Hangout Hour. At the Hangout Hour. On Instagram. That's um, our main platform, yeah. And hopefully soon our YouTube page will be up. Uh, we're still looking for a video guy, so if you're a video guy and you want to come and play, let us know. DM us, and uh, we'll make it happen. All right. Like always, stay sexy, Miami. Peace. Just go out.